So okay, you... hello everybody, and this is take two <laughs> due to uh, some technical difficulties. Um, welcome to the Weirdly Magical podcast for the full moon, full blood red super moon and wolf moon <laughs> that is on the 21st of um, January, Universal Time, 5.16 a.m., and it's at zero degrees of Leo. And I am Louise Eddington. I'm an astrologer and writer, writer of the book, Modern Astrology. And I also do some shamanic practices. And I'm Jen Duchenne. Hi, everyone. And I'm an Akashic reader, healer. I do numerology and I am the creator of the Illuminating Journey Cards. And before we get going, um, we both want to mention that we are putting together a 2019 webinar presentation um, that's going to be in a couple of weeks. What date did we say? Forgotten already. 24th. <laughs> and um, that's going to be available very soon. It's going to be $25 to save your seat. And for that, you also get a PDF um, of key dates and key energies for the year and also the recordings emailed to you. So um, look for that on my page, Jen's page, everywhere on social media. Um, it'll be available very soon. Um, and if you just know that you want to be in it, just message one of us and, um, and we can tell you how to sign up anyway. So, okay, so this full moon eclipse, this is what a bang of a start to the new year. <laughs> Honestly, we had Mars going into Aries and then we've had one eclipse already as we record this um, on the 8th. Um, so we have had a new moon eclipse. And we've also... Um, just had Uranus turning direct, um, Eris turns direct on the 10th. Um, when after that, well, really now that Uranus is direct, we have all planets direct until the beginning of March. So it's really kind of full speed ahead. Um, everything's kind of all these sign changes, Venus moved into Sagittarius as well. And then we're moving up to this, um, this second eclipse of the year already. And as I said at the start, it's at zero degrees of Leo and Aquarius because it's a, a full moon eclipse, so it's an opposition. Um, and on the eclipse chart, uh, there is a grand cross, a cardinal grand cross from the moon's nodes, which are in Cancer and Capricorn. So this eclipse kind of straddles um, the old energy, the Leo-Aquarius energy, and the new, the Capricorn Cancer it's very much finishing up the um, energy that was begun on the new moon eclipse on August the 21st, 2017, the total solar eclipse, the great American eclipse, as it was called. So really think back to what shifted for you from that eclipse. I know it was tremendous for me. Um, we'll also be looking back a little bit to 2001 and 2010. Um, we'll be looking at the Grand Cross, which involves um, Pallas, Athena, um, Eris and Uranus. 
Um, and we'll be looking at a few other things. So um, we'll let Jen kick off um, talking about the number zero. Yay. At the moon. No. So uh, what's interesting for me is the, uh, of course, the uh, zero degrees of the moon and the sun, 0 0.51. So uh, the zero is the breath of God or the divine. It's that opening or portal that takes us into a new space. So it's a reset button. It's right at the beginning of Leo and um, Uranus. So if we think back to that, the 21st, August 21st, when we had the solar eclipse, it was at 29 degrees, which is right at the end. And of course, it's an 11, and that's a different kind of portal. But it's like we've gone all the way backwards, uh, traversing the idea of how we think of ourselves in terms of needing to be important or needing to make a statement. Uh, and coming back to that zero reset where we're finding ourselves or being encouraged to find ourselves in a whole new way, express ourselves, not because we want to make an impression, like, look at me, everyone, but more that we want to express who we are through this energy of love and, and childlike wonder, like, oh, I can express myself, I can explore, especially when you're having this Leo and, and Uranus uh, kind of stretching going on, right? It's the idea of new ideas, unexplored territory, maybe even that tribal energy of how that works, how we look at tribal energy and this idea of being a child or being childlike or free, free to explore and play and, and show up a way we haven't before. So mm -hmm. we have to do this in order to shift what's happening. And of course, with the eclipse, we're having that uh, the sun or the earth eclipsing. You've got these circles, right? The planet, the earth, the moon are all circles that are uh, changing position and changing how they're bringing us the light. And mm -hmm. That it's a blood red moon because blood is about life. And when we talk about the, the wolf right the howling moon of the idea mm -hmm. of a wolf is like a messenger it's reminding us to kind of get up and wake up and our blood starts to move our energy starts to shake up and we're revitalized mm -hmm. and i don't know about you but i've definitely experienced um a definite increase in folk in conscious em embracing of living in enjoy and childlike um glee and having fun with life more since that august the 21st eclipse with all these eclipses in leo aquarius um i've definitely felt that uptick in you know if if it doesn't bring me joy i'm not gonna do it kind of thing. <laughs> which you know, it's it's like the universe is inviting us to recognize that the the way to change our lives is to embrace or to work through joy to enter life with joy or playfulness so you know we can't change things that happen but we can change how we see it and if we can see it with greater lightness and greater joy then we have more freedom right i have a friend on facebook who said always says operate from joy she's got that's her hashtag and <laughs> And she means it for everything in life, you know, 
you know, even if you're like scrubbing the floor or the toilets, find right. you, oh, do it joyfully. <laughs> well, that's it, right? We can go, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do it. Or, hey, you know, I want the benefit and I might as well make the best of it. That's kind of the phrase that always comes to my mind. Is, and I think especially when we, we can give ourselves permission to lighten up, you know, that expression is very much that energy. And of course, we're in a 19 year, mm. no, the 19 year, what am I saying? We're in a 12 year, <laughs> <laughs> a 19 plus two, one plus nine plus two, that's um, 12. And the 12, one and two is about joy. It's mm. about, uh, you know, we find wisdom, we find connection through joy, not through like, do it my way or, you know, get all serious. Like, we're not really going to learn anything or, or change if we don't embrace the energy of joy. And I just want to mention, while we're still on the zero, that I'm just going to hold up for those on um, YouTube, but anybody at home can look up on um, Google, the, the full tarot, any tarot deck, but this is the Toth deck that I have, T-H-O-T-H. And, you know, I always think of the fool as a very joyful character as well, because he's kind of just falling around. He's like having fun. He knows that um, the card represents limitless possibility. And the fool just knows that this life's full of this limitless possibility. So uh, that's another way to look at it as well. And um, I find this new, this full moon, sorry, the energy of it is very... um, it's, it's very potent, despite the fact, as Jen and I were discussing before, as we prepared, it's kind of got no real major aspects directly to it. But it's pulled by the nodes into this um, grand, cardinal grand cross that I've mentioned before, because an eclipse um, is always close to the moon's nodes. And the closer that it is to the moon's nodes, the more total the eclipse is. And um, the the moon's nodes in this eclipse are at 26 degrees of Capricorn and Cancer, Cancer being the north node. And they are in a cardinal grand cross, which is going to really affect us for most of the first few months of this year, um, with Pallas Athena over in Libra and Eris and Uranus over there in Aries. Um, Eris will stay connected to this um, Grand Cross for a long time. And both Eris and Uranus in um, in Aries are really kind of kicking it up and, and really shaking up the status quo. But it's all about identity, the Cardinal Grand Cross. It's about in Aries, who am I? Um, in cancer, who am I deep inside? What are my emotions or who am I in my family as well? Um, in Libra, where Pallas Athena is, and she represents wise justice, really. Um, that's who am I in relationship? And then in Capricorn, it's who am I in the world? So we've got all this energy about shifting identity as just as these nodes and eclipses really shift into Cancer and Capricorn um, after this last one. We're kind of getting this last burst of a reminder about living joyfully and creatively and playfully and open-heartedly is another one um, before we shift into this really uh, real period of finding ourselves again after all the major shifts we've had. 
<laughs> yes, yes. And remembering that, of course, the Grand Cross is touching all the ancient gateways, right? These are mm -hmm. portals, these are doorways that are allowing us to reset the playing field. This is who we are. Mm -hmm. And bringing to mind the idea of courage, right? That's the heart. The uh, Actually, the zero and then the 51 that makes a six so six is all about love and you know finding that truth or balance in yourself and again so is the grand cross i think it feels like there's that energy of finding or fine-tuning the balance of you know how do you walk the tightrope of being in joy and in experience because here we are we're entering a time when we have to be more focused and more deliberate and when we're in joy and we can roll up our sleeves with greater ease and we can allow some of the horrible stuff to, um, to instead of stopping us or trapping us, it can kind of, uh, uh, we can easier, we can find it easier to move through because it's not as heavy. It's not as hard because we're like, well, where is the light? How can we look at this differently? How can I do this differently? Uh, that is uh, very powerful and uh, um, it's also very exciting. I mean, to find our image or find the sense of who we are, uh, knowing we have the freedom to choose, which we didn't have before, right? Well, I mean, we can look at all the kinds of things that are going on right now, and it's pretty exciting uh, if we look at the U.S., you know, the government stuff going on, right? Mm -hmm. Woman, these people coming in, doing different things, and and shaking up the um, establishment. So it's it's giving us permission to go. Oh, I can shake up my establishment or the established rules. So it's like the doors are opening, these portals, these zeros, and uh, we can enter them. I don't know if we mentioned that this is the third of the five zero. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so it's the middle one. So yes, the middle of five zero degree full moons. And and I always think the middle of anything is kind of a pivot point as well, a, a shift. We're shifting energies. We're shifting uh, from fixed to cardinal, which Leo and Aquarius are fixed signs. And we're definitely moving into a cardinal period um, again. And... Um, yeah, we're in the middle of five of these zeros. And aren't all the new moons at 15 degrees for a while as well? It's kind of like we've got these patterns going on. and it's like <laughs> Well, the universe really wants us to get it. You know, um, it does. Uh, of course, we're in a January as a 13 universal month, uh, which is a very uh, Uranian and goddess-like energy because it's about kind of earthquake weather it's that energy that shakes us up mm. forces us to look at things in a different way you know we just can't keep doing it the way we were because things are just going to shift around us and so the only thing we have that makes sense or is real is who we are so the, the quicker we connect or the more we allow ourselves to playfully explore creatively explore who we are easier it is to you know venture like the fool over the cliff mm, yeah and i th and i hate to say it hate to be like the <laughs> you know i think we when we look back at 2001 and, and 2010 um so 2001 
uh, eclipses go in 18 year cycles so the the same eclipse as we have now happening in 2001 and then we have the half eclipse as well the in in between bit um both those eclipses brought um, massive earthquakes um I look, the Haiti one was in 2010 and 2001 of course was also um 9/11 um, um which happened a bit later but um you know it, it it's quite possible we'll have actual physical kind of earthquakes again or or kind of something shocking and earth shaking um you know we know we've got all these major kind of political things going on in the world brexit in the uk and uh, the yellow jackets in france um you know um, and usa we've got the government shutdown and all this kind of aggro and fighting if you can stay though in in what we're talking about in that place of operating from joy and and coming at everything lightly and more playfully in your own life and how you deal with these things you'll just survive them so much more um, joyfully. <laughs> it's the word, you know, because there's to a degree you can't do much about it. So <laughs> what's the point of, of kind of getting all uh, upset exactly. about it? Yeah. And I think, you know, in that point, like if you think about it, if you think about all of the things that are happening and just as if you're having something that is... Uh, that fills you with grief or sadness, like people dying or losing a loved one, joy isn't telling you to deny any of these things. It's telling you to jump in the pool and be with that. Find your creative energy, your kind of sense of lightness, your sense of openness. I'm going to open myself up. Because if we think about all of these things that are happening, like the shutdowns and the the um, rebellion, right? The very urine, urinalious kind of energy. There's that. There's people that want others to follow them and say, "No, it's supposed to be hard, and you're supposed to do it my way, and I want you to suffer." And of course, then there are people rising up and going, "No, I want to experience this through joy. I, I want to have a different experience. I, you know, I've had thousands of years of suffering. We don't need to do this the same way. It's not mm -hmm. working." And we can't be afraid of the conflict that is happening. You know, yeah. Instead, we've got to allow ourselves to feel whatever it is that we feel if we imagine we're in a pool, in a pool of love, mm. and that you know, things will happen regardless, right? But it's how we play the game that will change our, our point of view. And our, you know, the end result is changed by our approach. Exactly. And uh, to to kind of switch gears a tiny bit while while we're on this chart for the eclipse, um, also involved in the eclipse, it's a very complex chart. We can't possibly cover every little bit of it, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention a that almost all the energy in the chart is at the very end of signs, the last degrees, but also the middle. And we have um, a square between Jupiter and Venus over there in Sagittarius and Neptune um, in Pisces. And of course, Neptune rules Pisces, and Jupiter rules Sagittarius. So it's a very powerful square that's going to happen three times this year. Um, Jupiter is at the 15 degree mark where all those new moons and solar eclipses are right now. Not 
all at Sagittarius, but at the number 15. Um, Venus is conjunct. All three energies, Jupiter, Venus and Neptune, are generally seen as more kind of benefic um, energies. They're, they're more about faith, belief, beauty, harmony, peace, all those kind of things. And, um, you know, we've got this tension square, but squares are also dynamic. They, they, in, they bring change. They bring um, the urge to actually do something with the energies. So, you know, amongst all the other things we're talked about, um, I see the Jupiter-Venus squaring Neptune in Pisces as an opportunity for a, almost a real spiritual upgrade. Um, you know, a real, um, I don't even like the word upgrade, so I don't know why I used it, but it's kind of, <laughs> it kind of feels, it's, it implies something was bad, but it's, it's kind of a more connectedness. It, it, it really, um, you know, an in, a renewed faith, a renewed kind of idealism that's, that's got that kind of energy. Um, how do you see that square? Would you think? Yeah, I think it's true that it is it it's an opportunity to really re-see beauty and re-see mm -hmm. everything through the eyes of um of hope, right? Mm -hmm. High eyes of joy. Instead of it being negative, we have this opportunity. It's like a window is opening, like you know, and it's it's just everything's being pulled apart and what uh maybe what we have seen or have named as beauty and what comes to mind as you know a lot of times in our society we've named things like physical beauty like that's been uh, uh, declared by say males will say what beautiful female is or something and now when I look at this that's happening there the square to me it's like people going you don't decide what what is my beauty, right? I get to decide my beauty. I get to express my beauty. I get to take what I know and, and kind of harvest it. It feels like there's this opportunity to really harvest something uh, personal and spiritual and mm. very much in an awakening thing. You know, Venus and, and um, Neptune at 14 degrees, which is this number that, is the five about change, but it's also about speaking out, declaring or describing your experience, not letting somebody else say what your experience is. You know, it's like that there's a quote or something like, if you want to uh, um, create your own uh, history, then you're the one that has to kind of put the storyline out there, right? And that's what this feels like to me. It's like, it doesn't matter how you do it, whether you're painting, you know, whether you're speaking, whatever it is or even on yourself you know um, you, you you and I are, have been on this path for a little while but I'm seeing more and more women kind of um you know stop I'm not saying everybody has to do this before everybody goes freak out but it's about your personal thing it's about rediscovering their natural beauty let's stopping coloring their hair stopping wearing as much makeup um you know there's even <laughs> there's even a movement i don't know if you've seen it jen have you seen the facebook posts about what about stopping shaving for a month and go and walking around completely hairy no, no, women 
yeah there's a there's a whole movement to do this and and, <laughs> and to walk around with your forests on your legs and things and just to challenge these so-called these imposed rules you know if you want to I'm not saying I'm going to stop shaving my legs although it's winter so I don't show them <laughs> Yes, exactly. So I think that's really the point is whatever yeah. it is, we've got to explore these things to exactly. see, is this for me? Or how do I express myself? Yeah. Uh, and, and what comes to mind is that woman, Cortez, Cortez. Oh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. She has a name that's kind of hard to, you know, <laughs> remember for me anyway. But um what comes to mind is when she, they had that uh, video of her, they found a video of her dancing at a party or something. And so she chose to bring joy into it by dancing and going, well, they clearly, they don't know that, you know, Congress women can dance too. <laughs> right? So there's that joyful, playful thing. She could get mad and try to prove a point, but look, what's more powerful. Mm -hmm. She's showing how joy is so powerful because she's not offended by their ridiculousness she's just laughing with mm -hmm. them right she's not even mocking them she's she's just being direct and laughing and yeah. i did want to mention what i think is pretty cool thing is the 21st i know that the moon is uh, 20th in uh, the states uh, but in most of the states i think all of it but the 21st that number is the number of truth right mm -hmm. the truth will set you free and it's your truth that sets you free when you can do this, when you can let your hair grow on your legs or, uh, uh, you know, not stop coloring your hair, whatever it is that feels mm. like I just want to express myself so I can at least find out who I am, you know. Um, or, or paint, even if you're <laughs> no good at it, you know, or who's to judge what's good at it anyway. I saw, I saw somebody the other day saying everybody should paint even if you're not an artist because it's just releasing something in you. So, you know, all those energies, are, it, it is about finding all this creativity in, in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because we have been silenced for so long. And so now it's the time to go. It's, it's not the time to know. Like we don't jump from, oh, I'm this. Now I know who I am. No. it's an exploration right so we go oh well let me just take off all this crap i've been wearing and explore and experiment so i can get an idea of what's to me exactly i mean i've been i'm i'm doing my own experiment of going braless because i hate them <laughs> i don't think my husband's too impressed <laughs> He doesn't care. He doesn't care that much, but you know. <laughs> but, you know and, but I think to that point, it's an excellent point that even if your spouse or somebody in your life is disapproving, you know, or kind of like uh, maybe not even disapproving, but kind of like, hey, what's going on? This is different. It shouldn't stop us. You know, exactly. we can, uh, find the amusement in it, right? Like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Change careers. I see a lot of people now are changing careers. Mm -hmm. right? so yeah. Stop wearing bras or whatever it is that feels like you're gaining a sense of freedom, like yeah. from a culture that is insisted that we behave or we wear foundation garments or or we or we don't swear if we're a congresswoman. Oh that <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yes, I know. Right? <laughs> yes, especially oh. nowadays, right? Oh, you know damn well she only got she only got called out because she's a woman as well. I know, right? <laughs> because she's a Democrat, a woman as well as a woman. Yeah, she's but she's not backing down. She says she doesn't regret it at all. So yeah. she's she's a she's the same as. Um, Let's, let's just call her AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, all, all these women are the same. There's that um, Somali woman as well. She's really bold as well. There's, um, and it's a lot of the female energy is coming out very bold, which kind of brings me back to that Cardinal Grand Cross. I mean, Eris is kind of the ultimate in boldness. And um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she, em, she embodies Eris to my mind. Um, if you look at her chart, it's really powerful in her chart. Um, but it, Pallas Athena um, over in Libra, you know, she's no softy either. She's, um, if you look at the symbol, um, Venus is the cross with a circle on top. And Pallas Athena is um, like the Venus symbol, but it's squared off. It's like a square on its side. So it's a diamond on top of the cross. I always kind of look at her as Venus squared. So she's a bit tougher. <laughs> a bit harder nailed, a bit, you know, a bit like she doesn't um, kind of care what people think as much, maybe, <laughs> stuff like that. And they're really, because they're both squaring the moon's nodes on the eclipse and going forward for months, um, I really, and anything square to the nodes is a, is really pivotal. I really think this um, this more loving yet tough female energy is really coming back in and again it's not about men and women per se but uh, but you know we uh, might you know I spend a lot of time on Facebook I'm I'm and I'm quite political so I've been you know I get involved in these discussions I'm I'm noticing that they're actually generally becoming more good-natured People are fighting tooth and nail, but almost laughing about it at the same time as they fight, which is kind of pleasant, I find. <laughs> it's joyful. There's nothing wrong with having discussion and lively discussion. I'm actually, you know, shocked why people get so scared when somebody has a different opinion or comes across mm -hmm. a little hard about it. Uh, but that's just, you know, that's passion, right? Yeah. We come across passionate and uh, I think, like you're right, these these this uh, squaring with the the female energy coming out, which is something we've been lacking. You know, the uh, the strong female has had this this kind of thing, like oh, she's butch or she's you know I don't know some of these weird things that sort of like a negative. She's a bitch. She's a this. She's a that. That are all kind of oh, it's not allowed. Like a woman's not allowed to be tough. She's not allowed to, you know, swear or do any of these things. And of course, all of that stuff's going out the window because these women are younger, so they've grown up in a different environment, and they're not powered like, you know, their mothers may have been because oh, you know, a woman can't get in it. There were so many rules, and now women are making the rules, right? So yeah. they're that balance and let's be honest even men are desiring to have a softer more open side mm -hmm. they want to have those relationships i mean all those stories about women are so hard to understand and all that bullshit to kind of separate the two oh i know right that, Nobody that, wants it. that damn book men are from mars and women are from venus <laughs> no. i know it's such bullshit 
<laughs> we've all got Mars. We've all got Venus. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and Venus is a blazing hot planet, and Mars has water on it, which is a feminine element. So you know. <laughs> so those those kind of stories that people have manufactured to keep people in their place mm-hmm. are dispersing with all of these energies that are changing things up. I think it's exciting that Mars is at 13 degrees in Aries because, of course, Aries, the fire, this new kind of energy coming in, and 13 is that feminine number of the divine, you mm. know, divine feminine. And that's the, the number that shakes you up, that breaks down old systems, that insists that you create something new, uh, a new foundation, a new pattern. So, you know, like it or not, the energy comes in, it tears things apart. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and we- I do want to mention, you mentioned Mars, and I was like, oh, yes, I meant to say that. I already mentioned that Jupiter is in its own sign. It's in the sign it rules. Neptune's in Pisces that it rules. Saturn is in Capricorn that it rules. Mars rules Aries. Having four planets like that and three of the very outer planets, the slower moving ones, all in their own signs at the same time is unbelievably powerful, actually, because when a, when a planet is in the sign it rules, it's, its strength is just amplified. So, you know, this is hugely powerful energy all round, you know, <laughs> and it's initiating energy. It's it's saying get things done, build things, grow things, start your new projects. Don't let all these old doubts and limiting beliefs hold you back. It's really time to kind of get moving. <laughs> yes, yes, right. We're being shaken to our core so that we're break, breaking out of of whatever constraints we have. And it's giving us the courage. Again, we've talked about the courage, the cooler, the heart of the lion, right? The courage to uh, ignore or laugh at those that have controlled us. And the yeah. thing, even our doubts that have controlled us, like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. share my stuff. Now we're like, well, I have to do this. Like I'm, being, it's like, I'm being forced into this lane to do these things I've always desired and denied. And yes. I think, as you said, with these planets in their home signs, it is it is an epic uh, um, shaping mm-hmm. for you know generations to come. Oh, absolutely! This you know. energy right in our faces, right in our hearts. Oh, absolutely! Our minds, right? I, you know, I love the idea when I think about like Mercury and and um, Uranus these planets that are about communication uh, that are insisting we open our minds, you know, like with a can opener and release a lot of those old ideas, Mm. new ideas can come in. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just just chuckling at myself. We're recording this on the Aquarius moon and, and my article today, my daily energy post, I, I put this picture of a brain with, just all these colors in it and going <laughs> and and i was like all i could think of was that you know public um uh, announcement kind of ad that says this is your brain this is your brain on drugs it kind of feels like i'm on this planetary drug trip thing at the minute <laughs> <with all this energy. laughs> 
That's right. But it's a natural high. They hasten to add. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares if it wasn't? (laughs) Kind of, this is the point about getting, uh, um, having discussion, getting excited, feeding in ideas is that it starts to rewire your brain and starts mm-hmm. to rewire your responses and hey yeah. it's fun right you feel everything starting to move inside of you oh it's it's shifting so fast oh. well should we move on to the symbols or do you have anything else to mention about the chart um, and the numbers well i i do think that uh, i don't know if we mentioned that uranus has just gone uh, Oh, direct. Yeah, I think I did on take one. <laughs> I forgot to mention it on take two. Yeah, as we record, Uranus moved uh, direct yesterday or the day before, and Eris um, turns direct on the 10th. And so by the time, you know, uh, the eclipse comes around, those two will be moving forward. Eris will have shifted a degree. And that's um, kind of important too, that, you know, all these really slow things are finally kind of shifting degrees after a year of real slowing down and retrogrades. 2018 had so many retrogrades. Um, I mean, all the usual ones plus Mars and Venus at the same time. And so that's kind of unusual to have so many together. Pluto um, moved to the 21st degree. but well he's as we record he's still at the 20 degree and the eclipse he'll be at the 21 degree eris um turns direct at 22 degrees and 59 minutes of um aries and by the time of the eclipse she'll have moved to the 23rd degree so more energy changes really there when you know just a degree change um with the very slower um outer planets is it makes a big difference so. yes yes and i think it's fascinating that pluto will be at 21 degrees for this eclipse because of course i mentioned 21 is the number of truth it also adds up to three which invites that playful energy that community connection with yourself with your environment that rebalancing um, so very exciting that it's mm. helping us transform through truth, remembering that truth doesn't have to be a serious thing. It can be the playful. It's the fool. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, the hero. it's that energy of leaping into the unknown because you got everything you need. And then, of course, Aries at 23, that's the lion, the, the lion heart number. So very powerful, the most powerful number in uh, numerology is the mm-hmm. and five freedom so it's the number of freedom of life the energy of life and uh, and i know most people listen on um on just audio but we do put on this on youtube too and i actually have my lioness behind me on my green screen <laughs> in honor of all this lion energy at the moment exactly. and uh there is so much lioness um kind of lore around uh the wolves the lioness all that lore mm. female energy of birthing that sense of uh of dedication to who you are mm. the meaning of virgin right is yes one who is whole unto herself 
Yeah, that's right. And that's what this kind of feels like. It feels like, you know, I know we've talked about it, but it really feels like the female energy is gathering momentum. Mm. And it's very kind of organized and dedicated to moving us along with this fire, with this breath, with this playfulness into this, this beauty, the sense of how beautiful life is in every moment, in every breath. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So do you want to look at the Sabian symbol or shall I start with the? Uh... I'll just, I picked a card. Oh, cool. Yes. Cool. Um, yes. We didn't do a card at the beginning. The, the illuminating journey cards. It's number 11. I thought that was oh. very interesting. 11 of course, the portal. And for those of you who uh, can't see or listening on the podcast, uh, there's a woman kind of entwined with roots and she's kind of looking up between these columns and this energy of this lightning of these different colors, this fire coming into her body. So she's connecting between. Could you move it a little closer? That's, yeah, that's better. There you go. You can see it better now. Okay, good. Connecting to heaven and earth. So it's very much an opening of the self, like what we've been talking about, this idea of these female energies, right? Mm. And of, awakening to who they are all of us male or female awakening to that sense of the power mm. that lies within us when we connect between heaven and earth and, and for those of you that can't see it too it's got wonderful fiery colors um it's very phoenixy and it's got a full moon on it too <laughs> looking from the back but oh yeah full moon so perfect right yes it is feels like you know she's pushing these walls apart as mm -hmm. she kind of rises up to you know step into the truth of who she is and uh i think but that speaks well it's, it's a very dancey joyous card too so it's coming back to that feeling of play so yes absolutely yeah. the joy of being in play with who you are and uh, you know not being afraid of your own power right? exactly but playing with it like clay. Yes. Back to my sculpting. Yes. That's what I thought just when I said it. I thought, oh, yeah. And again, we do have a lot of earth and water this year, but you'll hear more about that in the 29 overview um, if you join us. So shall I kick off with the Chandra symbol? Yes. I hope I hope everybody can't hear all my animals. They all decided to play <laughs> when we're on this. But, um, okay, so the uh, Chandra symbol for the moon at Leo zero degrees is Leo one. So it's a divorced husband and wife enjoying each other's company. The little ego desires what it does not desire, needs what it does not need. It goes after most avidly what it later finds is so very different from what it would be good to have. But then things turn again and even the most unconscious patterns reveal their redemptive glory. It all depends on where you are along the spectrum. The initial, initial expansion, the inevitable contraction to follow or the tempered and seasoned expansion later. In the middle point, it can be hell, but things start out so amazingly and they end up as such a gold mine of experience and self-understanding from all this. Much of life is midstream and involves meeting shadows, enduring reversals, and basically being forced to go absolutely everywhere you never wanted to go. 
<laughs> but the reason it comes out right in the end is that you move through all of it and discover there is somebody in here who knows how to do that and who remains unscarred. And that's within you, of course, not even discouraged and is waiting for the next opening to take up the earth's schooling in the way that fiery souls invite and welcome, strangely enough. <laughs> they sometimes say a lot these things but to my mind that is saying kind of you know that this energy we've we've not really dwelled on the challenging energy of it because we have said there could be earthquakes and things and of course as without so within but this is saying what we've been saying all the way through that you can get through it <laughs> and it's more about how you face it and how you approach it so exactly i mean to that point we can name something as a struggle or difficult or we can name it as something uh, an experience or an experiment we don't have to stick to the traditional names and sometimes when you have a tough experience just name it something else so mm -hmm. you can then put that idea in your mind that you know nothing about it that's why i can't be a buddhist actually <laughs> all they talk about is struggle they talk about enlightenment, but they talk about struggle. <laughs> I was listening to Pima Shed Shedron, whatever her name is. She was on, um, she was on um, Oprah's Soul Super Soul Sunday, and all, they, all I could hear was the word struggle, so I had to turn it off. I was like, <laughs> yeah, enough of that. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a struggle. <laughs> no, no. And, and this is, I agree. Like, you know, I, I find that uh, we are conditioned to think of things as struggle, but now we have a choice, an opening, and we're going, hey, I'm going to name it something else. So I don't have to come with, oh, not this again. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, good. Yeah, enough of the struggle. All right. So, uh, Sabian symbol. Blood rushes to a man's head as his vital energies are mobilized under the spur of ambition. The keynote, an in eruption of biopsychic energies into the ego-controlled field of consciousness. I don't think you need to read his, um, you know, his whole thing, you know, because I think that speaks, sometimes he confuses it by his... <laughs> <laughs> overlong interpretation I think. yes yes absolutely you know just think of that image of the blood rushing to a man's head <laughs> yeah i agree i yeah. agree that says it all you don't need any words around that no i don't think so no it's um it's very heightened energy i will say you know and i do you know i do have empathy some of you will be finding it all a little bit challenging but you know where we are you can come to our groups you know we'll talk about where our facebook groups are you know you can um choose to just you know play with us online or come and work with us to help you step into this more um cho choosing to be empowered and joyful in your life so Yes, and I, I wanted to just mention the point. That's all excellent, very true. You get to choose who you want to uh, align with and who you want to work with or what your focus is, this idea of ambition. What is your ambition? Mm. Not like the ambition that we talk about in terms of, oh, I've got to have a career so everyone will think I'm somebody. Mm. It's more the ambition of your desire, your soul's ambition. 
to express yourself, experience life and go, I'm choosing to have this experience. I'm choosing to, to move away from suffering or from people that are insisting that I stay there. Right? So that's the kind of ambition that can really uh, exit you from where you've been and excite your blood moving into your into, yeah exactly and back to the symbol i did quickly i did I, I didn't kind of focus on the divorced husband and wife enjoying each other's company that to <laughs> me, that kind of to me <laughs> speaks about you know you've got it's an eclipse for heaven's sake you've got your emotional body and the, your ego which is the sun your core split with the earth in the middle and yet they're kind of coming together also um so they're kind of split but coming back together and um so i don't think it's anything about a divorced husband and wife particularly i think it goes way deeper than that it's about kind of integrating all that is you yeah and i think that's a really beautiful visual when you think about it in terms of you know we tend to think of even like the planets or the eclipses as something very strifeful and um, uh, um, shattering. Mm. And if you think about a divorced wife and husband coming together to enjoy each other's company, like they've been through the wars together. They know the story, right? And now they're like, you know what? We know how it goes. Let's just enjoy a good time because mm -hmm. we know each other. We have familiarity, but we don't have to linger with the pain. Mm -hmm. We just enjoy the best things, the things that drew us together in the first place. Exactly. I think it's going to be a good one though everybody so uh, <laughs> you know, kind of buckle up this energy for the start of 2019 well most of it <laughs> and into 2020 is pretty crazy but, um, yes, yes. but it's pretty exciting too so uh, so again look out for our um, webinar uh, for details coming up but Jen why don't you tell everybody where they can find you well, they can find me at gendershen.com. They can also find me on Facebook and Instagram everywhere, Jen Duchenne. Cool. And um, same for me, Louise Eddington, louiseeddington.com. Google my name, you'll find me um, <laughs> easily. I have a free Facebook group called Planetary Magic Cafe or a Facebook page, Louise Eddington Astrologer. I'm on Twitter a bit, Instagram a bit, but mostly Facebook. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's it from me. Do you have any last words? Oh yeah, I have a, a, a group on Facebook. The uh, Light Club of the Woo Woo Weirdos of the World. Woo! <laughs> I love that name. I would never be able to remember it. <laughs> to think every time <laughs> it's a bit like alexandria ocasio cortez's name <laughs> I know, I know. okay everybody so uh, thanks again for joining us and uh, again look out for our webinar details okay